Hello and welcome to the Bountiful Living Podcast. I'm Katie. For those of you who are still with me, and I say that a bit tongue-in-cheek because I know the last two episodes were a challenge, yet I felt like it's something that I needed to say. Because as believers, God has given us a guidebook. He's given us His Word. And we're not supposed to just read it and be like, thanks for that, God. But we're to allow the Word to wash over us, to do its work in our lives. And it can oftentimes be hard to go against the norms, go against the cultures, and do things differently from the ways of the world. But that is what Christ has called us to, as John 10.10 says, to have life in his name, because bountiful living is kingdom living. Matthew 6 verse 19, Jesus is sitting on the hillside giving all kinds of instructions to his disciples, and to the people gathered there on the hillside. And he says, don't keep hoarding for yourself earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself that can't be stolen, that will never rust, decay, or lose value. For where your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. Those last two podcasts were more about getting you to think differently. God has put you in unique situations with unique gifts and talents that I covered in the episode, The Burden of Too Much. Because our possessions that we have on this earth, they are tools to be used for God's kingdom. Stuff in of itself is not bad, but worshiping it definitely is. And too much of it can cause us to lose our focus, and it can even steal our peace. Because we want to live intentionally with kingdom purpose. Into Hell with the Holiday Hustle, this last episode, was literally just my thoughts coming out unedited in hopes of you loving Jesus a little more today than you did yesterday. And that is what brings us to our topic today of Advent. So where are you with Advent? Have you heard of it? Is it a completely new concept? It was for me a few years ago. We have some friends that have, actually, my husband has known these people since college. And they invited us um, because we were so blessed enough to be in their community, not living too far away, back before we even had children. And we would go to church with them. And I was introduced to Advent for the first time. And I was like, wow, um, why haven't I been doing this all along? So for those of you who Advent is brand new to you as well, I'm going to explain it a little bit. I'm not going to go into extreme detail. I'm going to be linking below from a professional because I'm not. Uh, theologian Joel Mutamale Uh, talking about the joy of Advent and the history of it. And I just love that episode. It's definitely worth a listen. But just for our conversation today, I want to explain it to anyone who doesn't know about Advent. It is a season of preparation and expectant waiting. So it begins talking about the prophecies of the coming Savior and concludes with us waiting for his return. So for probably a decade or more, I've pondered looking into Advent a bit more, but because of all the busyness of raising toddlers and having 
my own severe health issues. And it also just happening right after Thanksgiving. I've always been a very busy, not always fruitful person, which I'm learning to shift in, stopping the busyness. Excuses, excuses, I know, but we did not make Advent a reality in our home until 2020. So you might be asking yourself, do I have to do any of this? And the short answer is no. We don't need to feel any guilt or um, it's not a sin that we're not participating in Advent. We shouldn't certainly feel any more guilty than if we didn't take our vitamins. It's not a requirement for life, but it is good for us. It is for our health and for our good to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So I hope that you will join me this Advent season to look at this together. There's many ways that you can do this. Some people have a daily devotional, which is something I'm hoping that we're ready for this year. I might even start right at Thanksgiving so that if we miss a couple of days, it's not the end of the world. I'm really, as just a personal goal, trying to discipline myself to have a daily family devotion, but I'm going to be 100% honest, it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes we're sick. Sometimes, I don't know, things happen, life happens, and we need to extend grace to ourselves and not be legalistic because this is not a legalistic thing. This is a love thing. This is wanting to love Jesus more and wanting to make him more of a priority in our lives, not just at Christmas, but always. So I hope that you will join me and we can all commit to doing this once a week. I'm going to pop on here. If you want to jot in your calendars, I'm kind of a admin person and and like to keep schedules. If you don't, that's fine. I'll show up (laughs) regardless. So the first one is going to be November 27th. So that's right after Thanksgiving. And that first week is hope. It's very possible you've seen the Advent candles and maybe wondered, what are these? You know, what is this all about? What is this Advent thing all about? So I'm going to just give you a brief um, summary of what it is. So the first week is this hope. You know, sin entered the world, as we all know. And the way to solve that and to, to restore us to a right place with the Lord was God sending his son as a sacrifice for us. Much of the Old Testament is the prophets foretelling the coming of a Savior, the coming of our hope, our salvation. So that is what we will look at in week one of Advent. The second week will be on December 4th, faith. It talks about that week, the journey of Mary and Joseph. Imagine the faith they had to have, knowing this was happening to them. And the difficult journey to Bethlehem for anyone who has been pregnant, I cannot imagine riding on a donkey all the way on a journey, however far they went. Um, let's look into that. I love history. December 11th, week three is the joy. So this is a pink candle. So I didn't say the last two are purple. The last two candles are purple. This one is pink for joy. It's sometimes called the shepherd's candle because it is exclaiming and remembering the joy that was experienced at Jesus's birth. This was the the fulfilled promise of the Messiah. The angels came and sang, and week four will be on December 18th. This is the peace candle purple as well. It's reminding us of 
the proclamation that the angels made of peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And while not everyone has the white candle, I'll tell you what it symbol symbolizes. And again, there's no really right or wrong here. Things just change over time. We don't always do things the way they've always been done. But if you have a white candle in your Advent, it is for Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve looks like it's going to be on a Saturday this year. And it is a white candle that is lit, representing the life of Christ. It is white, of course, for his purity, his holiness. Jesus is our sinless Savior. This is the expectant waiting that much like the people in the Old Testament were waiting for the Savior to come to be born, we now as the church are expectantly awaiting his return for his bride. So that is so beautiful. I'm not going to exclude the white candle <laughs> because it reminds us of the purity and the holiness that Christ is calling us to through his life, through his example. And guys, that's what we're doing here today. How do we take these words, these pages that were written, and apply them to our current lives today to be a light to this dark world? And as I said earlier, Advent is not something required. It is not required for salvation. It's not required for you to be holy. But guys, it is for our good to shift away from the busyness. It was not good for me. It was stealing my peace and joy. And that's what the holidays are supposed to represent. And also, I don't want my children to grow up thinking Christmas is all about getting. And if you're wondering what your children think, listen. As a barometer, you can listen to what your children are saying about Christmas, and it'll tell you where they are. Because it says in Luke 6.45, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right now is a moment for your own personal decision about what God is calling you to do or how to live based, based on these principles in his word. We already read from Matthew 6, 33, about our treasures, where they should be, where our heart is, that's where our treasure is. So what are you, where are you putting your treasure? And it's funny because I was taking notes the other day for what I wanted to talk about, and I did not even realize that these two scriptures are in the same passage. And that's just like the Lord. He's kind of tying it all up with a neat little bow. It's the same idea, the same concept, the same message of our treasures in heaven. He closes off Matthew 6 by saying in verse 33, So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. And then these less important things will be given to you abundantly. So it's time for that barometer. If you're already doing this well, well done, faithful servant. And if you're struggling, you're not alone because I am growing in this too. We are going to do Advent together on this podcast. We'll start right after Thanksgiving. I'm doing this in hopefully enough time that you guys can gather some resources. And if you don't, just start small. I tend to try to do everything and it doesn't end up always turning out the way I had hoped. Really, just starting is important. And it can be as much or as little as you want to do. So many people look at Advent 
once a week, others once a day, some several times a day, whatever it looks like for you. Don't wait to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Don't wait for joy. Don't wait for peace. Choose a kingdom mindset, not just for today, but always. I'll leave you with Colossians 3, 2. Here we go. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Hello. Oh, my goodness. So that was from the Passion Translation, the one I have memorized in my mind from some other version. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. God help us today. Some of us may be dipping our toes in the water. Some are ready for the deep end. Wherever we are, God, pray that we would step in to the water. Step into your kingdom. That we would shift away from the things of this world that's going to fade. Go away. Show us how to live heaven out on earth. You invite us into peace. You invite us into joy. You delight in us. You love us. You sent your son for us. We cannot any longer allow the enemy to steal, to kill, and destroy. We are choosing life in you. God, help us to love you with our heart, our mind, our soul, our strengths, our pocketbook, our time, our affection. Help us to prioritize you above all the things of this world. That we would put you first. That is your proper place. That we would worship only you. That we would give you the glory, the honor, the praise that you deserve. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Be sure to check the show notes for tons of Advent resources. I just want to say as a little disclaimer, I am not receiving any kinds of kickbacks or anything for promoting these products. It is literally me caring about your life, caring about you growing, you thriving. And for those of you who this is maybe the first time you've heard anything about Jesus, you can discover life in him at bountifulliving.net.